Hey, have you ever felt other because you're not a mother? Or wondered why motherhood and otherhood are the only defined options for womanhood? Want to feel whole no matter the fruit of your womb? Yeah, me too. It's time for a new paradigm. Are you ready? Welcome to Ladies Like Us. I'm your host, Linda Lysing. Join me as we swap those narrow definitions with real, diverse, and inclusive stories that dig into the full spectrum of mothering mojo, including motherhood missed, motherhood dissed. We're going to coach a little, empower a lot, ask the good questions, and massively celebrate life choices. So, whether you're childless, motherhood curious, ambivalent, child-free, or a self-defined mother of any kind, this space is for you. Sound good? Let's do it. Hi, Linda here. How's everybody doing? Yeah, good, I hope. Today's topic is belonging. And i um, curious, what does belonging mean to you? It's something we would call a value, like we value honesty, we value community. You think about the value of belonging, like what's the value of belonging, right? So as a definition, it's an affinity for a place or a situation. It can be a feeling that you can be yourself, that you're loved, welcomed, that you'd be missed if you were away. Those are some of the things that come to mind. One of the reasons I created Ladies Like Us was to build a place where people could belong, feel that sense of belonging. Needless to say, it's an important value for me. But even as I knew that that was one of the reasons I created it, my deepening relationship with that word is um, well unfolding for me actually right now. So there's a quote from the Emerald Tablet, an ancient hermetic text having to do with alchemy. And it goes something like this, as above, so below, as within, so without. I don't know if you've encountered that before, most likely you have, but this philosophy is a kind of poetic way of explaining like the nature of reality and it lays a certain foundation for even uh, physics. Okay, but here's why it's significant in this conversation. You know, I've spent a lot of time in childless, not by choice communities. And one of the overarching themes is that sense of alienation, of not belonging, of feeling like the rest of the world is one way and that you are outside of it, excluded from it, precluded from it. I, I can't help but notice that well, there's a spectrum of feeling around it, but at worst, people truly feel less than for not being mothers, for not being parents, for not having created a family. Some people are um, feel other, but are chugging along in their lives. What I noticed from spending a lot of time there was, well, one, I, I kept trying to find ways to help people not feel that way, for one, right? Like, who needs to feel this way? But what I, what I realized is that 
While yes, there are absolutely places where you can feel a lack of belonging. You end up volunteering somewhere and you're surrounded by mothers who are talking about their kids or you're at the office and there's another baby shower and like you're literally like the only one who doesn't have a child and doesn't have the possibility of a child, say, then that would be an easy way to feel like you don't belong, right? But the other thing is is this, and this is where the as within, so without. So as within, we get that, right? What's inside of us, how we feel. And then the without is the outside of us part. And the fact is, is that if we felt a sense of belonging, no matter what, whatever was happening in the without world wouldn't have to affect us. So for instance, someone excludes you from you know, the hunting club and you have no interest in hunting. I mean, you don't care, right? Silly example, I know, but you catch my drift. If it has no heat for you, then it has no power over you. That's the point. And so when we allow the outside world to show us how we're not belonging or how we're other, it's a reflection of what's inside, which is that you don't feel like you belong and you feel other. So I know that can sound harsh, but it's really not meant to be. I'm just reflecting the reality that it has to be within us in a certain way in order to affect us so. And unfortunately, generally speaking, this just comes, this is another example of programming. The stew we grew up in, you know, our surroundings, our society, eventually that goes from being outside of us to being implanted within us. So, you know, you think about your inner critic's voice, right? Like you didn't always have that. It's, it's usually um, coming from someone in your environment or just stories that you've heard and it formulates into (laughs) your own special brand of oppressor. And this programming allows the oppressor to live within us. And so after a while, Honestly, the feelings that we have about not belonging really are coming more from inside, as they say, it's an inside job, more than we are experiencing actual examples. Now, I'm not, I can't speak for everyone, right? Like, trust me, I mean, I know that some people hear it more. They come from certain families where this is reflected back to them over and over again. But What I'm merely trying to say is that just because we're triggered by some events uh, in the outside world that remind us of this fact, the fact is, is that we are probably putting ourselves through this feeling a lot more than any external events actually are. And so how, how do we create belonging? I mean, one of the reasons I created Ladies Like Us is, is to enhance a feeling of belonging, but I'm not trying to do this in a way where I I just have my non-mom club and we're just kind of rolling in our non-momness and our non-mom interests. Although that is certainly something I'm interested in. And I do believe that it's really beneficial to know you're not alone in this and to draw strength from your sisters and brothers who are living a different kind of life 
than culture would would have us have, right? <laughs> have us be living. But what I what I really want to share in this episode as well as just in this podcast in general is really a blurring of that duality, that polarity to create it within us such a deep, unwavering sense of belonging that we can't be told that we don't belong, right? Or that we're not whole, or that our, our lives might not be as worthwhile to save as, as, uh, as a mother's, for instance, right? So the reason this topic came up for me was because of a recent coaching session I had. And like I said, I like getting coached because I'm always amazed at like, you think you know a thing and then you're like, oh, wow, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. So um, it turns out I was avoiding something. And like procrastination usually is, it involves avoiding certain negative feelings rather than being focused on how you want to feel when you accomplish whatever goal, right? And so identifying what I realized the core feelings I wanted to feel, this is my list. I wrote satisfied, I wrote confident, I wrote fulfillment, and I wrote belonging. And I was like, huh, how about that? belonging. Like it really surprised the hell out of me because it just, it didn't sound like it fit. You know, even as I tried to remove the word from that list, that didn't feel right at all. Like it just belonged there. And I was like, I got to explore this. Like, what does this mean? So think about it. When you are in flow and you're doing the thing you need to be doing, or you're, you're kicking butt at work. I mean, I don't know. Isn't that a kind of belonging? Like, I think what I really realized for myself, and if this is a weird stretch and it's only true for me, then thanks for bearing with me. But I think what I'm trying to say is that it was like I belong to myself when that goal is accomplished or when I'm in the flow of working towards that goal. That is like such a sense of belonging. Like, it means that I am using my gifts, using my strength, using my mental powers, right? And literally, not for nothing, but I'm also belonging to the moment. I'm belonging to the world. I'm belonging to my gifts. I'm belonging, again, to myself. And I'm belonging to my purpose. So when all that like sprouted out of my head, I realized that belonging as a value, as a core desired feeling actually makes a lot of sense when it comes to what we want to create in the world. And sometimes going out on a limb to create something and you might end up with mud on your face if it's a, if it's a larger endeavor, if it's a more public one, um, something that feels like could be failure. But what keeps us going? Like it's not if we're carving a new path and you know, no, you don't belong there. You you have to like machete the shit out of that path, right? It's going to feel resistant, like you're not supposed to be here because a path was never there before. 
But when you belong to the moment, you belong to your mission, you belong to your vision, it's sort of like that is the kind of energy you need to keep going in spite of those obstacles. What I really discovered is simply that belonging in a true sense is being in purpose. That was the connection that I made. And um, I'm rolling with this new information in my life incrementally, but you have to make space for things to integrate and kind of change the space inside of you. And so I know like I took us on a weird little journey from the sense of belonging in the world and how we're perceived and things like that into a space of spiritual belonging, but I believe they are connected. And one of the ways that I find is really effective for belonging to yourself in any moment is to remember to come back to subject. This is a teaching of Dr. Sue Mortar in the Energy Codes, where we decide that we are the subject and then things outside of us are object. And oftentimes when we are object, 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 like what does she think? What do they think? Am I doing a good job? How's the world reflecting back on me? All of your energy is dispersed and it's outside of you. So you're kind of latched on to all these um, external things. That is very much a setup to be at the mercy of, of those forces, of the feelings and reflections of the things you're, you're hooked into. And you can quickly get knocked off course or out of your, out of your power, out of your flow, out of your belonging. And so simply gazing at an object with all of your energy, really investing all of your energy into that, that object that you're looking at and then closing your eyes and, and literally bringing that back home, bringing that back into yourself. Um, bringing it back to subject and remembering the who is in this moment, who is here, um, who is who is the driver, who who is the visioning being in this moment. So um, that's the, the exercise called subject, object, subject. But coming back to subject will quickly realign you with. I would say exactly the sense of belonging that I'm bringing forth to you today. So I hope that that was, that was a fun journey for you. It was for me. I love to share and I kind of want to see where, um, where I take this next. I want to uh, talk more about this, this really amazing uh, session that I had because I also picked up on another invisible spot, a blind spot, if you will, in my own operating system. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm just kind of like, wow, it's amazing. You didn't know. And now you know, and what are you going to do with that? So here's where I leave you. And I hope you have an amazing week and I will talk to you soon.